0: Family and welcome to Power Start. Today is Pink Maynard, Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the planet God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done it already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in at 602-753-1848. Or listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. Listen, so we are um, talking about how to get paid what you're really worth. And I know that this, like I shared in the very beginning, will be very challenging for many because uh, many of us will... Work extremely hard working, but just not winning. And we're wondering, what what is the missing piece? I know we have gone over several, several things that we could do better. And today is going to really take it home. If you want to get paid your worth, then you've got to bring value to others. It's just that simple. But not easy for most people. Because many times we're so trapped trying to bring to the marketplace, bring someone else's value to the marketplace. And so First Peter 4 and 10 is going to be the scripture for today, and I'm going to go back into as well Philippians two and three for us to understand some things. And I want you to go back to your homework. Hopefully, you did it. About what's well, the price? What 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 do you believe you're worth? I know some people probably their hands start shaking because they're afraid to write down the number, especially if the number that came to your mind is big. But I want us to go to the Lord together today and come into a place of deservability, right heart, right mind. And allow the Holy Spirit to do it. Let's go to the Lord, Father God. We come before You. We honor You today because today is the day You've made. Right now, as the the world is being uh, shaken, shaken up, let those who will call You by Your name, Abba Father, You are Jehovah, our Jehovah, our beginning, our end. That You provide thing we need not only to survive but thrive in the time when the world is lost or confused. Dear Lord, as we are seeking your face and not your hand, let us have a very clear understanding of what it takes to be paid our worth. You've deposited each and every one of us something to bring to the marketplace, That will not only serve us, but to serve you by bringing value to others. Unscramble what that means in our mind, and we know we need the help of your Holy Spirit. Help us clarify our position, move on purpose. that everything we do be to bring honor to you and your kingdom as we seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're talking about bringing value to others so you can be paid what you're really worth. And I think that right now, the shakeup that our world is going to be, is going through and going to Go through I've been speaking about it for over a year. They like gotta give me clear access to information, and there are many people who may end up not being able to work their jobs things are going to change. But nothing ever grows or evolves without change. I want those who are believers for, number one, to get clear on what you really believe. You can go back and listen to some past episodes of Power Start Your Day. But I want you to understand this one thing if you want to be paid your worth. Of course, there's many things, but this one thing for today. Let's bite off this big, big idea of being paid our worth. Let's put this up into piece by piece. So let's go First Peter 4 and 10. It says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's buried grace. Each one of us, each one of you has received, past tense, a gift. Use it to serve one another as good stewards that you are literally to take care of that gift, and you're going to do the right things with these gifts that God has placed in each and every one of us. With God's varied grace, God's grace don't come in just one form to one person, one group to one gift. It varies. Now, with Philippians 2 and 3, with this gift now, I want you to couple this. Don't be selfish. I'm reading the New Living translation in Philippians 2 and 3. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Or don't do anything out of selfish ambition or vain or conceit, rather in humility, valuing others above yourself. Do nothing out of ambition or empty pride. But humility, consider others more important than yourself. Now, I I read multiple translations of Philippians 2 and 3 for a reason. Because if you go back and you write down 1 Peter 4 and 10, and you begin to now say, what is the gift? You already operate in your gift. It's just about, are you a good steward of it, and are you using it to serve? Now, the word of God told us that the greatest amongst us is a servant. So if you want to rise to the top, you want to be cream, right? You want, to, you want to become the creme de la creme, then how are you serving? Now, you might say, well, there are all these millionaires and billionaires and they ain't all serving. Is that true? Is that true? When you go and you're looking at whether it's, Mr. Bezos, and you want to know people like Jeff Bezos and Miss Walton of Walmart, and uh, Warren Buffett, and Elon Musk, and Bill Gates, and all these people. If you pay attention, they serve. They figured something out. They all started from somewhere not so great, and they figured out how to serve with their gift. Now, you might say, well, someone's gift might be finding a gift in others and maximizing that. Jeff Bezos, to me, have done an amazing job with Amazon of saying, oh, I'm just going to collect everyone's products or services or gifts or anything that they've made and brought to the marketplace, and I'm going to make it available so that I can have a platform for them to showcase their gift. and my gift was to collect or create collaboration. I trained on collaboration on yesterday. Network marketing is an industry when persons begin to operate in collaboration that you can earn significant income. This is one of the principles that we even learned in our training with Money & You is that people think that it's the competition that makes more money, but that dispersed and that diverse and that, you know, just watered down wealth. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. He said, I'm going to collaborate everybody, bring them all together. Folks who have no money that just want to watch people who have money. Folks who have money that want the people who want to spend money. And I'm going to allow everybody to bring their value to the table and I just get me a cut. Bill Gates, you think about how many of us, I'm speaking right now to you through a computer. Of course, it was innovated through Apple. Apple. But Bill Gates was a pioneer of saying, we're bringing this into everybody's household so everyone can bring their gifts to the table. So now let's think about how this could work for us. And you might say, well, in network marketing, it's already a business, it's turnkey, someone else created it or whatever. But now you're able to collaborate with their platform bring products or services to the table that you've not used, and now you can use your gift in the way that you deliver the value of it. And you can practice there while you are working on delivering the value of your own gift. A prime example, I was working on and editing my uh, bio a few days ago. I was on a radio show. These gentlemen show is so amazing. I got to get the name of it. I was in by Oh, it's called Power Modes. Just like the journal is Power Modes is the name of the uh, radio show. And these gentlemen, they are sharp. And uh, I realized like, oh my Lord, my the, the bio on my website is not the same bio. I'm using sending other places, what have you. And then I began to collaborate the bio. And I, I saw where someone told me once Two times, but once one of the first people said, Oh, you're an amazing speaker. This was Dame DC Cordova, who actually um, recommended me for the, to be knighted and everything. She says, a, You're an amazing speaker. And I'm like, Me, I'm not a speaker. I'm a trainer. Like, I'm a businesswoman, you know, I just self proclaim myself a businesswoman. And she's like, You know, you're an amazing speaker. This was so many years ago. And I'm like, I'm not a speaker. I'm just like delivering what. I'm offering, you know, I'm just communicating like I'm not a speaker. And then now, as we were editing my bio, I was able to identify, okay, hey, I've shared the stage, invited all the time, invitations, shared the stage with many of the greatest of great speakers, trainers in the world. And I didn't even realize it until I was able to collaborate it. And some of the best and greatest speakers of the world. I've been on the same stages and the same events when we start thinking about, you know, whether it's, um, you know, Maya Angelou, uh Dr. Monroe, okay, Bishop Moore. And these are great. So we talk about some of my mentors, you know, um Sonia Young and, the Higgins and the Warriors, and when you start thinking about the Grant Cardone's and the John Maxwell's and the Les Brown's and all of these people in, in same events on the same stages. And then I said, oh, I guess I am a speaker. And the gift was even the first time was my mom. She said, you talk too much. When I was a kid, I'm just talking and communicating and you know sometimes you have kids and they are very expressive and you're like I don't want to hear that right now I'm trying to pay my bills and not realizing that that was the gift and when I began to bring this gift to the marketplace through network marketing that was the gateway that opened me up to where I had to speak every day. Some people you have a muzzle over your own mouth And that may be your gift. You might be misusing it, not being a good steward of it. And you might say, well, I don't like to talk. I'm terrified. Maybe somebody kept telling you to be quiet, like I was being told to be quiet, but I just didn't. But what about your writing? You think? Because let me tell you something. To be afraid, you're a thinker. You're just thinking about the wrong thing. You're thinking about how it wouldn't work versus how it could work. You're thinker. People who are fearful, they're thinking all the time. They're thinking about the the doomsday instead of their dream. They're thinkers. So what about writing it down? What about using that gift to write it, write what you're thinking, and bring that to the marketplace? Even in social media right now as we are doing home-based business, you don't have to do video. Video is amazing, but people are reading posts. Or what if you showcase someone else's video and gave your own commentary on it or someone else's quote and gave your own commentary on it? What do you think about it? But no, you believe that maybe what you think is not important, so you won't use that gift. <clears throat> and then now you're thinking and you're kind of selfish. You think that you're not, but you are because you're like, You're so concerned about how people are going to respond to you versus being concerned about who could you help. Typically, when people feel and they're operating in rejection, that may or may not have happened or going to happen. Like Just because people rejected you before don't mean that no one is going to accept you or accept what you have to offer now. And so we're so stuck in that that we won't think higher to say, what about using what I have for the highest and best use of someone else? And guess what? When people don't do that, when they don't bring value to the marketplace for whatever reason or whatever story they've told themselves, they are in lack, meaning they have less than what they could have or should have. Now, this even results in people going into different levels of their life, that they start accumulating some things, and they say, oh, I've got enough for me, so I stopped adding value because it was a selfish ambition. It was until I got enough for me, until I'm warming cozy in my own home, then I'm not going to continue to bring value else's home can be in a better position. This is where we came up with the 20K in 2020 vision. I was speaking with a very powerful woman. I had been doing some interviews with some of the powerhouses of their industries, and I said, wow, look at how me bringing my gift to the table has opened up so many relationships and resources that I didn't even realize how big it had gotten. I have Some of the best interviews, they all were supposed to be millionaire masterclasses that were supposed to only go an hour, and every one of them are going at least an hour and a half up to two hours where people are pouring out their hearts and their minds and their gifts to share with my million-dollar library for the project I'm working on. And, And I'm sitting here saying... It was my speaking, me bringing that gift to the table that opened up all these people to say we're opening up to you. I'm talking about the best of the best in industries, and God has opened up these doors. And so because I was a good steward, and he now gives me this power start your day, to give me the words to encourage everyone that, number one, you do have a gift. But until you start being a good steward over it and use it to serve. And that requires you taking a little time to identify what's your gift so people stop trying to be in other people's lanes. Stop trying to... Disrupt or interrupt or whatever someone else's gift, you know, I hear people in in their market when we start thinking about not realizing the value of other people. That doesn't only go downline. I see that often from... Leaders in organization on how they value their upline leaders or how they value the people who enroll before you or have gone before you and created a a possibility for you to be able to grow into something bigger and better. I see people dumb that down often. We call it deedification. I've seen it often. They smile with that person. Hey, can I get a picture? But the conversations about those people are horrendous. Where the gift that they have, where they could be using it to uplift, they're using it to someone's demise. Not being a good steward. But we want God to bless mess. This is what I'm asking. I'm asking for us all to do a search for the gift, don't look outside, look inside, child, just in case you like, where do I look? Inside. And ask yourself, am I using this to serve people every day? And I can assure you, wherever you see that you're not serving, you're going to see lack. You're going to see you're lacking something. Don't cry over it. Don't get offended because I'm bringing it out. Just say, you know what? That's right. Because guess what? People who are mad at other people who got money typically are not people who are using their gifts on a regular basis to go get money. Let me tell you why. Because they're too busy to have all of these negative things and feelings toward people who are bringing their gifts and their value to the table regularly. They're afraid and intimidated by them or they want to imitate them versus be inspired by them? Search for your gift. It's beautiful. Trust me, it is. It's something that's going to open up the doors because now you're going to be serving others. Let's, let's, I don't know, let's have a conversation this morning. Let's see what we got to talk about. I'm gonna do a little jump in. I'm gonna go down to I think this is New York, three four seven last four seventy three oh nine. I'm gonna hop around a little bit. Good morning, God bless you. Are we there? Oh my black coffee done got a little cold. Let's go to four eight oh last four seventy seven twenty five. Hopefully we're in the good morning. Good morning, God bless you.
1: Good morning, Queen. This is Jason from Phoenix, Arizona. How are you doing this morning? man i am doing fantastic what well first of all i want to thank god for you and just your ministry i know you're a businesswoman and all that but everything <laughs> that you do is just a ministry
0: <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm you know because, because oh, you're a speaker and they're like you're a minister you're a preacher I'm like what no I'm a business woman I am just so hard headed okay <laughs> 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 well uh, one thing
1: that when you're talking about stirring up the gift and and and, and knowing what our gifts are sometimes it takes like, like just like you were saying how you're you're, you're, when you were younger, you were told that you talked too much, but yeah. then when you finally got into this position, how your gift was able to to be used, you know, and you, were, you, were, you learned how to be a good steward of it, and it's the same thing as myself. Like, like I, I talk to people all day long, but I only have certain conversations when things are stirred up in me to talk mm-hmm. to them about certain stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I when I came into this uh, industry of network marketing and it talked about finances and helping people and the information that I've received on how to how to help people, you know, it that stirred something in me and caused like a seriousness in my spirit and in my conversation of, mm-hmm. of why are we struggling? Why are we so messed up? How come this isn't known? How come people? are rejected even when you tell them the truth and then they come back to you a few months later saying I should have listened to you you know and it's just like I when that I want to get to that place where with things that I say things that I do stir up other people to to get outside of their comfort zone and really take things seriously and start building the same way that I build the same the same mindset of of how I'm thinking of kingdom building. Because one thing that I know is is I thrive on kingdom connections. And what I mean by kingdom connections is when you connect with some person, male or female, and, and it could be anybody. They don't have to be rich. They don't have to be poor. They don't have to be a leader. But they just have the right words to say at the right time to stir up the gift inside of you. Mm-hmm. To get you to that next level, and that's where that's what I thrive on. That's what I look for. And even even though I've been doing this business for you know three almost close to three years now, I'm still learning, and I'm still you know learning how to, um, as they say, posture up. <laughs> I'm still learning how to to say what's in my heart to say, and not be hesitant. And I don't know why I struggle with that. I don't know if it's a fear or if it's intimidation or being timid, but when I get past it, when I push through it, things start to grow. So so I really appreciate you, you know, being able to hear God say what you need to say so you can stir up things in other people because that's where I want to be.
0: Absolutely. You're going there. You're going there. And this is why I opened up the call because there are many people with gifts um, you know, and they're they've been suppressed, and I give the invitation, like, hey, I want to hear from you, and the suppression is there. And so it's okay, just keep listening and come out when you when you're ready. But the world needs you. Like there are people that need people to open their mouth. Like, you know, there are some people that cannot speak for whatever reason. And then the ones who can, to communicate, we choose to not be the best stewards, especially when we have something that can help people and, and change their, their position. I'm hopping around. I'm going down to 803, last four seventy five sixty one. Good morning. God bless you.
2: Good morning, Nicola. Uh, it's Nancy Johnson. How are you? Oh,
0: hey, how are you, Miss Nancy? How you doing, Queen?
2: Oh, how are you? I'm wonderful, and I've been listening every day, but this particular um, week, it just stirred up something in me and reminded me that there was a time when I sold myself short. I didn't know my worth. I was uh, working at a job of 19 years, and uh, back in 86 was only making about 22000 And And mm-hmm. um, at one point... Um, I was challenged and uh, told that I could not uh, go any higher because I did not have a degree. So because of uh, the differences between me and my employer, they kind of put me in solitary confinement. I was in a room by myself with some index cards. And um, when you think small, you get small. But um, as I said, I was making 21, almost 22,000 and I remember writing on an index card, if I could only make $50,000. And now that I look at it, they just pushed me a little too far. I left that mm. job of 19 years, got mm. into real estate, and never looked back. And mm. 50000 was just a stepping stone. So you mm-hmm. got to know your worth. you got to be willing to use your gifts. And I, like you, was told that I had the gift of the gab. But um, I use it to provide service to people, and yeah. I've never been in lack because of it. Wow.
0: There you go. And, and see, this is perfect. What you just shared is that when I opened up, Ms. Nancy, I talked about how this is going to be a time where people are going to be tested. Some people are going to lose their jobs that they thought were security, and then now they're going to go to start searching for that gift. Like, okay, go look now, because I told people a year ago the financial winter was coming. I told people a year ago what needed to happen to get prepared. I told people a year ago um, that uh, you're either going to have to make a decision. You're either going to be the person giving help or looking for help. You get to decide. And now that these times are looking like they, they, to some people, they're like, oh, it came out the blue because of a virus. No, it did not come out the blue. It was, it was something had to trigger it, but it was already coming. This is no surprise that something was going to shake it up. And now it's time for us to go look. Yes, like you said, you were cut off. They basically said, no, this is what we're going to give you. This is what we believe you're worth. And it made you now say, you know what, I know I'm worth more. And you will have to make some decisions where it looks like you're losing. I've been in that place before where someone would make it, where they're trying to cut me off or limit me. And that's always been the next level. Sometimes people are cutting themselves off, limiting themselves. And it comes now someone like me to go push them and say, hey, you know, uh, listen, it's time for your next level. It's time for you to start getting paid what you're worth. So while you're sitting on what you call your side hustle, treating it like a hobby, and it's a thing that will help you reap your harvest. I don't know. You make the decision. I can't do it for you. I did my part. All right. I love you. God bless you. I did my part. That's all. Lord, was that good enough for today? Hopefully so, even on just a few sips of this coffee. All right. Holy
2: Spirit had his way.